there's just such an advantage. There's so many advantages to virtual consults. I actually did an episode on virtual consults saying how, you know, how much I love them. It's just realistically, I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't do as many virtual consults because I do a lot of what I need to do through DMs on Instagram. Welcome to the Truth About Dentistry podcast. I am Dr. Peggy Bound, a successful solo dental practice owner in St. John, New Brunswick. After years of figuring out how I wanted to practice, I now run a fully digital clinic providing my own brand of dentistry on my own terms. It wasn't easy and I'm still learning, but I know I have so much knowledge to share. This podcast is created to help inspire young dentists or anyone looking to transition to a more digital practice. I aim to give you actionable step-by-step strategies to help you navigate the modern dentistry landscape. If you're looking to become more digital, improve your skills, or even have a more profitable practice, then this podcast is for you. Now let's get started. All right, so today I want to talk about really just one aspect of social media the the main social media if any of you or if you follow me is of course Instagram and it has been a huge magnet for me to attract not just patients to my clinic of course um, a lot of us will say you know I don't really need social media I don't really need Instagram because I have x number of new patients per day and that is very true and fair and and I completely understand and I got obviously built a practice long before Instagram was around. But what I'm finding now at this point in my career is that I want to attract certain types of patients and the type of patients um, that I want to attract are typically coming to me because of my experience with uh, social media or through Instagram. And what I do on Instagram is just one, I mean, there's so many parts to it. And I realize I've done some episodes, maybe one or two episodes on marketing. I did one general one on marketing. I might've touched on um, another few areas of Instagram, but what I was looking at is thinking really need to kind of take them through, take you through the journey of me, how I really um, engage with people on Instagram and how that really converts into a real patient in my chair. So I want to start by saying, you know, generally the types of things you will see, categories, I guess, if you will, that you will see on my Instagram account. Everyone's Instagram is so unique. It's it's really cool to, you know, explore. I love uh, checking out other people's Instagrams. And if I see something that's really interesting in a main, you know, as I'm scrolling through, then I'll typically go in and look at their entire account and decide whether or not I want to follow them. A lot of dentists, I find, um, again, they know, you know you're supposed to be there. We know we're supposed to be there, but we don't really have a real game plan, and we're not using it to its potential. Uh, and so it feels like a chore. And, but when there's a reward so great, like getting patients that you really love and enjoy and that help you, you know, practice the things that you love to do, like Invisalign or cosmetic dentistry or whatever it is, then it doesn't feel like a chore. It actually feels, it just feels fun. Um, It feels that way to me. So I wanted to start with, you know, what the topics you'll see on my Instagram that I cover. And I don't, I don't cover them like I'm not too like by the book here. Although I recently did, I am uh, accepting help finally after seven years 
uh, with my Instagram because I've got more than one account now and I have courses that I offer and I really feel like I just don't have all that time. However, up until now, up until recently for seven years, I've done everything with that Instagram account. I've received a little bit of help internally from my team, but not to the great extent of, you know, like letting somebody take it over. I've really answered pretty much every DM and every, every posted every story and had, you know, if I didn't actually post the, the picture or come up with that, although I mostly did, I was really intimately involved with the copy. And there's so many parts, right? There's, um, there's the image or the video and there's the, there's a copy that goes with it. Then you have to think about the hashtags and then you have to think about tagging or recognizing other people that may be a part of, you know, that image or, um, type of topic. There's, um, you know, just how it looks in the feed. Like, is it too repetitive? Um, you don't want to copy other people, but you want to be inspired by other people. And really when I looked at, I tried to think of, you know, what are the topics that I really post about? And a big one, of course, if you're a cosmetic dentist is before and afters. And that one, I mean, goes without saying how you post those before and afters. I have some strong feelings about how before and afters should be posted, but that's my professional, you know, that's my opinion. Uh, if you are doing something a certain way and it's really working for you, that's great. I've kind of polled patients and regular people, if you will, not just dentists as to what they like to see. And a lot of patients, a lot of the public does not care to see retracted views. In fact, they find it quite disgusting. And they don't even love close-ups of smiles necessarily. What they like to see is the whole person. Like, how does that light them up? How does that change their face? And then they can kind of, you know, we all create little stories about people. We, I don't know what you would call it, judgment, but we, we judge whether or not someone's happy by the whole look on their face. We don't judge it by the fact that they're smiling. You can be smiling and be very unhappy. So, you know, is there a twinkle in their eye now that they've, they have the smile. So a lot of my before and afters, we in the last, oh my gosh, I don't know how long, we really try to get permission from the patients. We do have a, you know, a consent form and we get our patients to, you know, allow us in a very, I think a very nice professional way, um, show their full head. So you may see some close-ups of their smile. You're never going to see retracted views on my Instagram except for in my stories. So in my stories, I might show kind of like a little video or let's say I make a reel and I'm kind of showing the process or I'm showing how I'm doing it. Of course, there's, there's an optrigate in there. There's retraction, um, in the mouth. So they're going to see it then, but really just to show off if someone's scrolling through my main feed and they see before and afters with retracted views or just close-ups of smiles, it's not going to resonate with another human being who's like not dental the way it would if you see the whole face. So that's just sort of my tip about that. I also, you know, put a lot of other things in there. I'll put things like I make sure my team is on my, uh, in my Instagram faces of my team, my team doing things, doing things they love, uh, waving to, you know, the followers. Um, we do, we post about our services, our products. Uh, we have a certain template we use in, in Canva, for example, for testimonials. So we'll put, um, you know, we'll, we'll take them from Google. Now this depends on, as I, I've heard from other provinces, especially, I don't know about so much in the States, but, um, some provinces you can't take a testimonial from Google and 
put it in a, um, you know in a post or you certainly can't post or repost or comment on a Google review which seems crazy if the patient is saying that you're the best or you're better than somebody else they've been to so anyway, all that aside you know testimonials go a long way and just collecting those Google reviews help too but we usually take them we'll put them into a a uh, you know a template for Canva and make it look you know really branded nice to the color scheme to my Instagram feed and then we have another post for the day so those things um some other things that I put in my Instagram are like facts or did you know uh, it might be education it might be just sort of showing the patient experience and rarely I'll I'll post like you know happy holidays or happy Easter I don't really like seeing that in my main feed because when they go back and they're like looking through my main feed, well, it's not Easter now or it's not Christmas or it's not. So those are not the clickable posts that people who are discovering your Instagram are going to be like, oh yeah, I wonder what she said about Christmas. Like, no, no one's going to care. So they're going to care at the moment. So that's where I think that's something that would be more appropriate for stories. Again, this is just my opinion, um, but you won't see that on my main feed, but you will see, you know, sometimes we'll do something funny, like I'll do a reel or something with my hygienist or with my associate. Um, we even do lives. So we call them uh, live, live at five and it's like a five o'clock where my associate and I will pick a topic. We will record uh, live about 10 minutes and then we'll convert that into a video. Um, so those then have a cover image created for them so that if you're just scrolling through my main feed, you know what that video is going to be about. You don't have to just see this sort of blurry image of us moving. It's not going to be very exciting. Uh, people scrolling through your main feed are going to be captured by what type of titles are in those pictures, right? So they don't have a few seconds to read that. And so it's really nice to use Canva. Um, I'm not sure if, you know, how many people are doing that, but it's really becoming a pretty common thing and it's just so helpful and it's so easy. Uh, so those are the types of topics that you'll see in my, you know, in my Instagram. But then once you get into Instagram, this is where it gets tricky. And, and people are, are always saying to me, you know, I just can't keep up. Like, I don't know, like, what is this new thing, this new feature? Um, I, I can't keep up either. I think I have a little bit more interest in it than some people. Uh, for, in fact, there was a recent, um, again, this might be dating uh, this episode, but recently Instagram has developed what's called notes. And notes is just like a sort of a little short about 60 characters um, of like content that you can put in your DMs to anybody who your followers are and it sort of lets me post a disappearing short content like this weekend I wrote like it's Friday right now um, and we're you know we're going into a long weekend so I said any long weekend plans so I'm like I'm engaging my existing followers so it's just you know like a, a note or a you could be advising, could be giving a little tip. And it's only about 60 characters as far as I can tell. And that's sort of a new thing. I did share that with my Mod Squad um, group that I have on Facebook. And, and I want to, like, again, anybody who, you know, does engage with me, I love sharing tips like that. That's why I have this podcast as well. And, you know, the, the whole idea with Instagram is to engage, right? It's social media. It's, it's a two-way street. It isn't always about you just putting out content. So you want to be, yeah, of course, putting out helpful things, 
um, creating questions that make people think, making people laugh, you know, whatever your thing is. Sometimes some accounts is all laugh, like everything is funny on there. I, I'm not that, I mean, I think I'm funny, but I'm not, um, I'm not naturally able to do that all the time. So see a, ver- a variety, but with regards to all the features in Instagram, you know, there's reels, which now I just, we just had an announcement this week that all videos now in Instagram will become reels. Um, they were not like that before. There was two types of long form video and there was reels and now everything's reels. I'm not sure how that's going to play out with our lives. I haven't had a chance to figure that out yet, but, um, there's also still photographs. Uh, there's carousel posts, which would be still photographs or photo images, but you can have up to 10. There's stories, one of my favorites, if you follow me. Uh, Then those stories can be turned into highlights, which are the badges you see above the main feed. There's also, and this is what brings me to today's, you know, today's episode, is the DMs, the messaging. Um, You can even, I don't know if you know this, but you can even do um, like video conferencing through uh, DMs like through a follow- with a follower instead of like hopping on Zoom. I did do it a couple times. The reception wasn't quite good. I'm not sure it was my if it was my uh, Wi-Fi or what. But really, it's just becoming that type of platform that can almost do everything on right. So I want to dive in today into how I use Instagram to not just attract the patients through these ways I've mentioned. But also then kind of a little bit more detail as to how I connect with my, my um, potential, you know, patients through DMs. So first I want to back up and talk about how this connects in with virtual consults. Uh, During the pandemic, when we couldn't meet with patients, I did hundreds and I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I did hundreds of virtual consults. I became very good at it. I've developed a way to to do it through my own software uh, without hiring a company I still can do it I do it I just don't do it as much and I got thinking you know why is that why is it why are we uh, am I not doing as much we were talking to another doctor about this the other day one of our students and first of all people now are getting into like I want to go back in the office I want to you know but what I loved about virtual consults. And I've always said this is that I was able to really make a connection and get to know the patient on their terms, like in their home environment, especially if they're like a nervous patient, they got to ask me questions. They might get to be more of like themselves than they would be if they're right sitting in my chair. So there's such an advantage. There's so many advantages to virtual consults. I actually did an episode on virtual consults saying how, you know, how much I love them. It's just realistically, I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't do as many virtual consults because I do a lot of what I need to do through DMs on Instagram. All right, so let me share with you some real examples from my DMs and really a cool way, the most impressive way, okay, to answer a patient on Instagram, if you can feel comfortable doing this, is to do it through voice memo. I just hold down the voice memo button and you you reply. Sometimes, I mean, I don't always do that. I find when I do that, I get these like amazing, like, wow, like I actually get to hear from you or they're really surprised I get back to them so soon or they feel like it's very personal. So if and when you can do that, do that. Uh, I'm going to first start with an example, though, that 
basically sometimes a patient will reach out to me and they just have sort of they're wondering how to book a consultation so what I've done is I have this sort of standard answer that I copy paste I'll change of course their name and I may tweak a few details because of what they said to me but it's really good because this way like if I don't have time or I don't really want to give a voice memo because I'm kind of afraid I might not right say the right thing or I'm not in the right company I can just go to my notes paste this into the DMs and immediately I've got a fairly detailed answer for them that really walks them through how to get an appointment with me. So I'm going to use this one example. So this one came in in uh, June and the patient said, hey, I, or person said, hey, I was wondering if I could book a consultation, even if it's over Zoom, that would be nice. Uh, I was born with a gap between my front teeth and I got it filled. It's time for me to have a more permanent solution because the filling is starting to look bad close to my gums. So this is very common and I'm not sure if you're getting the similar DMs, but this is a very common thing. I mean, they're just, they, had, they have this problem. They don't really know how to do it. Like, should we have a virtual consult? Should we, should she come in? So again, and then she People also want to know how much things cost. So I have this, I'm going to read to you sort of my copy paste answer. Um, and like I said, I always tweak the answer a little bit, but what I said is, Hey, and I said her name. I said, thank you so much for reaching out. I love to hear from my followers who have these sorts of concerns and I'm confident we can give you some options. So, you know, I'm basically recognizing that I'm happy that she reached out and that I'm very confident in my ability to, you know, to help her. And so then I go on to say, you know, sometimes there's more to a problem than meets the eye, which of course us as dentists, we know that. And I want her to know that. So, uh, so I go on to say, so I'd like to do a full analysis of your smile, your bite and your habits that could be contributing to why your teeth and gums, like why you have this gap or why you have a problem with your gums. Then I went to say, ultimately, I recommend you book an in-person consult called an express consult. And I did talk about express consults in a previous episode. Uh, so I'll say, ultimately, I recommend you book an in-person consult called an express consult, which is like a regular consult, only on steroids. And of course, like, you know, haha. So, you know, and I'm going to go into a lot of detail in that express consult, which again, I described in a previous episode. And then I said, you know, that includes, it will include a detailed conversation between you, me and my assistant, some basic radiographs, a special smile analysis, uh, special photographs, a 3D digital impression scan, and even a design to address your concerns. And then I go on to also say, my phone just went onto a sleep timer. Uh, I say, we also create a detailed itemized plan to like a plan of approach called a treatment plan because not everybody knows what a treatment plan is. So I call it a detailed itemized plan of approach called a treatment plan and uh, give you the associated fees for each option. This appointment will take about one hour and we make sure that you feel leaving, you know, you sorry, you leave feeling very excited and educated. You get all of it for one time fee of $150. And then I go on to say, I'm currently booking into the end of, you know, July, August, but when you call, please ask for an express consult so that, uh, you know, my team will know, you know, that you talk to me and you can mention that you talk to me. Our number is blah, blah, blah. If you want to spend, uh, send me some non blurry <laughs> close up photos of your smile and your face smiling right here in the IG messaging, I can certainly give you an initial idea of what to expect. And that will be complimentary. If you then come in for the express consult, I promise we'll have a great time and you'll be fully informed of all your options. And then I say, you know, how does that sound? So sort of like a call to action, which means really instead of just leaving it, 
what it is. I just say, how does that sound? Let me know if you have any questions. Her answer was, that sounds amazing. I will call as soon as I get home from work and I'll take the pictures of my teeth. Thanks so much. So she then went on to send the pictures of her teeth. So that's just like one example that makes your life really easy. Anybody on your team can answer. It just make, you really want to make sure you kind of tailor it a little bit. But if you want to get those that, you know, that to show them that when they do come to see you, yes, it's going to cost them X amount of dollars, but it's going to be a value added appointment. You're really sort of setting yourself up for, you know, them not being sticker shocked about even the consult price. Also just preparing them for what to expect, how long they're going to be there. I think all these things are really important. So that is just one example of how I would answer. Another example would be um, patient messages me, and this is also a very common one. Uh, They say, this patient said, hi, I'm currently in Invisalign, getting my attachments off mid-August. I'm interested in potentially having some light dentistry work done. Now, how does she know what light dentistry is? I've really educated my patients on my Instagram. So she, she's kind of knows a little bit about what light industry is. Uh, would getting this done change how the retainers fit? Should I get this done prior to having my last set of aligners made? So these are really common questions. And sometimes, you know, the, the orthodontist or the, the dentist doing the Invisalign, um, may not be aware that this is what they're thinking. This is completely, I don't have any details. Uh, I don't have any photos. I'm not really sure, you know, what kind of light dentistry is talking about. Uh, Of course, with regards to retainers, like in my own office, if a patient needed retainers, we, we, we put them in what we call passes until we do the final restorative aesthetics and then we give them their final Vivera. But generally... Uh, a patient who's coming from another office, of course, it's a little harder to coordinate, but I've had no problems working with the orthodontist that way. So usually we let them know that they're getting the dental work done. The orthodontist keeps them in their, their passives or their last retainer, last aligner for, you know, until that day, then they head over to the orthodontist, they get their retainer scan, get scanned for the retainer and they get the retainer hopefully that day or within a few days. It really depends on the case, but this is again, just such a fairly common question. Like she is not my patient. She knows that this is the type of thing I do. And she has these great questions. So, you know, I basically responded in her case with a voice memo. So with the voice memo, I, again, I can talk, I can do it really fast, right? Also with the copy paste one, I can too. But this time I did answer with a voice memo. And in the voice memo, I just said, you know, hey, thanks for reaching out. Um, You know, we, I can definitely do that. It is really helpful if I can see some of the pictures of what you're talking about, you know, what your concerns are. Sometimes we do want you just to finish your treatment with the orthodontist. And sometimes we want to kind of hold you in those aligners until you have your cosmetic work done and then you can go back to your orthodontist. So what I'm doing in this case is just sort of getting curious before I kind of go into my fees or the process in any way. It's not really the type of copy paste answer that I would use. I would just say, look, absolutely like great question. Um, and we can help you for sure. You just need to let me know, give me a bit more information. So again, that is another example. I think another one, uh, a very common one and is, you know, people will message me and they'll say, do you have pricing for X? So I've had, do you have pricing for 
you know, a partial denture? Do you have pricing for veneers? Veneers is a very common one. Do you have pricing for whitening? And they just, they just want to know the price. They're probably shopping around. I, um, you know, again, I have no problem telling people my prices. If they're following me and they see my work, uh, they're going to make a decision either way. But what I would do here is I would say, look, you know, we do have, you know, some smile packages, you know, when you do multiple veneers, you get sort of a better price. Uh, it depends on the case. Uh, I can give them a range of what the fee would be. But again, this is sort of not that type of situation where we're just going to copy paste an answer. We may leave, I may leave a voice memo or in this case, um, I did send her to my website and I also then followed up with a, another message saying, Hey, you know, I, you know, I sent that to you. Do you have any further questions? A really great thing to remember too, with the DMS is to follow up. Like it's, it's easy enough to give them an answer and then you just never hear from them, but you, it's off your top of mind too. Right. So I'll go back, scroll back through my DMS, um, about every like week or so once a week. And I'll say, Hmm, like, who did I answer in that kind of virtual consult DM Instagram kind of way that I didn't hear from again. So I'll go back. And then like, for example, earlier today, that's what made me think of it. I messaged this one, uh, lady and, uh, I said, Hey, I said, I haven't forgotten about you. Um, you did a great job on sending me the photos. Did you get an appointment with my team? And she messaged back. She goes, Oh my gosh, I totally forgot to call. Can I book it now? And it's like, okay, like she wants to book it right now. Right. So then I messaged her back and I said, absolutely. Um, no pressure. I was just checking back to make sure I didn't miss you. Um, we'll book you right away and I'll get my team to call you. Just let me know your number. So sometimes it's nice for them, for our team to reach out to them. Like if you keep saying like, oh, just call this number. We want to make it as easy as possible for patients and we want them to know the process. So if you can explain to them, you know, again, like which I did uh, with this particular patient, you know, I told her all the details. She just forgot to follow up. Like we all get busy, right? So follow back up with your patients and that's going to get you really far. This really took only, these types of DMs only take me like one or two minutes per patient. It's actually a lot faster than my virtual consults were going. So comparing it back to a virtual consult, there's nothing like, of course, sitting face to face in a Zoom or FaceTime call with a, a potential patient. Of course, it really builds that connection, they feel um, like they really get this like free one-on-one -on -one time with me. It's amazing. It doesn't always convert, of course, but a lot of times after a virtual consult, I was doing a call to action where I was saying, would you like to book that right now? I had the schedule for my own Dentrix, my own scheduler um, in front of me, and I was actually able to put them in my schedule. So when my assistant or my receptionist came in the next morning, and she sees like three spots filled up um, with new patients. I did that because I was sitting with the patient. It's not totally necessary, but it was really cool because at a time, you know, when things were kind of slower, it was really nice, right? So now we're busier. Um, again, I don't think you have to invest that, but I think if you want to, it's a really great thing you can do. It's just that, you know, if we choose to can always say, you know, just call us. 
patients will get busy and they'll forget. And it's not that they don't want to or you didn't make a good impression. It's just that it's easier if you say, you know what, we'll get we'll get someone to reach out to you. What is your email and what is your phone number? And by doing that, it's sort of like going a bit above and beyond. It's more like a concierge kind of feel where, you know, who takes the time for like doing it in the other direction is makes so much more, um, makes the patient feel more special. So those are some of the things that I think are important when it comes to uh, DMs. And, and I think you're going to have a lot of success if you start doing that, both with the copy paste answer, figure out what exactly what the workflow is, what they need to expect when they uh, are to come in for your consult or uh, explain to them and just ask more questions and get them to send you pictures on the DM. Like they just take pictures. It's pretty easy. And you can quickly and uh, easily give them answers that they wouldn't get anywhere else. I mean, patients can go anywhere for a consult. They'll generally, though, pay a lot of money for that initial consult, may or may not like that dentist, and then they've lost that money. So you give them a little piece of you uh, for free at the beginning. I think you're going to see it'll go a long way. And it's certainly, I can tell you, I mean, I probably do like four or five DMs a week. I don't know if that's a lot. Maybe it's not very much, but really, these are patients that are coming from, you know, outside of my city. Uh, they're come t- sometimes from other provinces and it's picking up. And the more consistent marketing we do on Instagram, the better that will be. I really, um, I'm really shocked myself. I, it just sort of evolved for me. And I wanted to share that with you because I think a lot of dentists just don't realize they know, okay, like how to be on Instagram to be posting. They just don't know how to make that turn into real patients and to really feel the effects by, you know, me saying, you know, following up with my receptionist, Hey, listen, like, you know, can you call this patient? And then the next day I'll say to Lori or whoever, I'll say, you know, how did you make it with this patient? And she's like, oh yeah, they booked. They wanted to have a full smile makeover. And you know, like, awesome. Like we're really kind of taking control, um, and putting some of the, you know, just the impact, the the ability to help fill our schedule and help make our schedule with patients that we really enjoy. And they're sort of more qualified, um, especially if you are building that kind of cosmetic, um, Invisalign practice, it just, it's just really exciting. So, I really like to hear, you know, what you think of this. Uh, If you see this posted on my Instagram about this episode and you listen to it, I would love to hear back from you. DM me. I'm really good at DMs. And of course, as you know, I do offer courses in uh, social media marketing and um, sort of everything digital, having a digital workflow practice. We call it the Modern Dentist course, and uh, we're going to be doing a live event as well coming up in the fall. So just any of that, if you have any questions or if I can help you in any way, I would love that. So until next time, guys, thank you. And let me know how you make out. Get going with your DMs.